Jesus' name. Our Heavenly Father, even as we have sung in this song, we pray, Lord, that you help us, each and everyone, young and old, to put our trust in you. To give the winds our fears. To walk knowing that you are our God. Working hard as if everything depends on working. And continuing in prayer and trusting you. Because that's the most important thing to do. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord God, in Jesus' name. Amen. You may please be seated. Today is a great day. Today is more than one particular day. Today, you have three days in one, at least in this church. Praise the Lord. Today is Trinity Sunday. Can we all say Trinity Sunday? Trinity Sunday. That's a full day. If you want to meditate on it and think about it, draw lessons on it, and live by what you will learn. Today is Trinity Sunday. It's a very big day. All over the world, among Christians. Today is also the Sunday marked out in this church for medical students, medical laboratory students, anatomy students. That's a full day, you know. And so far, I've been blessed. To God be the glory in Jesus' name. And for those to whom it means anything, in Nigeria, today is June 12th. I'm sure many of us didn't remember. That's why I said for those to whom that matters, today is June 12th. There are so many things to learn from all these things. June 12th, let me start with that. Where you see that people rise up and lay hold on power to be something, maybe in their profession, maybe in leadership, maybe in government, in politics, in business. But all of a sudden they find that everything does not depend on their hands. Hallelujah. Just like we're going to see from our text. One of the chief characters there is a man called Nebuchadnezzar. Very long name. And that name is the name of a man that meant so many things at different times. Find Nebuchadnezzar. We'll talk about him later. Where you find out that even when you think you are such a very big man, please remember there is God in heaven. Hallelujah. That's also a very big lesson. But for medical students there, I think we'll spend a little more time there. These are very powerful students. Students who are studying anatomy. Trying to understand the mysteries, the complexities of what God did when he created man. When you find that there are certain things that are smaller than this, my little finger. But if, if you touch it, if you mess up with it, the person will no longer live. 
The anatomy people are working very hard. The medical laboratory science. It's an area that's growing every day. And the medical students studying all kinds of things. I greet all of you in the name of Jesus. You are into big things. Let me start with Trinity Sunday, just very brief, for us to remember that we remember. Amen. In the church program today, the very first thing you see on the third line is Trinity Sunday. And then in brackets, medical, medical laboratory, and anatomy students day. Please just remember that the Christian church is a people who believe in God and who believe in God as God Father, God Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Shall we say amen? Amen. So anybody who comes around with you, to you, even if the person is carrying a very big Bible, and he doesn't believe in God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, he's not your brother. He's not your sister. He's not confessing the same faith. Hallelujah. Because God has revealed himself as God the Father, who made the heavens and the earth. As the almighty God who made this entire universe in all its vastness and immensity, in all its complexity. In fact, man is still discovering new parts of the universe that nobody had hitherto discovered. God is too much. The sovereign God. The God that when he opens a way, no man can shut it. Let's remember that. He's the one who closes a door and nobody can open it. Everything we are talking about as a Christian student, try to make sure you are holding on to that God who can close the door of failure. Who can close the door of what? Door of failure. And no man can open it. May that be your portion in the name of Jesus. God revealed himself also as God the Son. God who had been there from the beginning, by whom all things were made, and without whom nothing was made. Genesis chapter 1, John chapter 1. And he came down to this our earth and lived like us. Bore a lot of insults, suffered all kinds of indignity, and finally he went to the cross and died. Have you seen anybody doing that sort of thing? Jesus is the only one who did it. He, he sacrificed himself and gave us authority and permission, opened the way for us to now live here and hereafter to have eternal life. And God the Holy Spirit is here right now in us and among us, willing to accomplish so many things in us and for us if only we will cooperate. Let's remember that. Hallelujah. God the Father, God the Son. There are three persons in one. 
They are not different. They are one. It's difficult for us to understand it. And Jesus put a stamp on it. When in Matthew 28, he said, Go and baptize the believers. In the name of who? In the name of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. One day, when our brother Thomas, a man I like so much, because he asked questions that have helped our faith at various times. Thomas wanted to know about God the Father. Jesus said, if you have seen me, you have seen my Father. Amen. Let us continue to walk in that understanding. Following the leading of the Holy Spirit. Following God. God the Father. God the Son. And may God keep us well in the name of Jesus. I want to thank my dear brother Archdeacon. Venerable Professor Samike and all our priests here in the church council for allowing me to be here to speak on Daniel and co-students shining lights in academics and it's based on Daniel chapter 1. I'm already there. Daniel chapter 1. Shall we go there? Daniel chapter 1. The topic is coined to my understanding in such a way that it agrees with our theme for 2022, you are the light of the world. We are, as Christians, light of the world. A city set on a hill that cannot be hidden. And we are called upon not just to relax and say we are salt, that we are light, but we should actually shine. We should shine. In that same passage in Matthew 5, verse 16, it said, Let your light, it's a command, let your light, let my own light shine. Let it shine to the extent that men will see our good works. Hallelujah. And give glory to God the Father. The shining we are talking about is not the shining that people will need sunshade when they see you. It is shining to the extent that people will see God in you. People will see your good works. People who encounter you, they want to follow your God. You saw what happened in the playlet. One guy just rubbished that opportunity of evangelism. Because she had been shining in the negative. Shining in staying in places where virtuous ladies do not go to. I'm, I'm, I'm enlarging the story of the playlet. She has spent her time presenting herself in the way she will paint and dress that even unbelievers say to Fiaqua. She had majored in looking for those dresses that once you see somebody wearing it, the person doesn't need to go to the bedroom to undress again because you are seeing everything. There's no morality. She has majored in speaking things that are rotten, in associating with the wrongest people, in spending her money and time and intellect, her talents, on the wrong things. 
she has spent her life being an instrument of the devil. And unfortunately, a dear brother didn't read her correctly and took her as a partner. For today, as a partner in evangelism, but may it not be your portion to take her as a partner in marriage. May God save you in the name of Jesus. May it not be your portion to, save, to, to choose her a partner in business. To be finished. In Jesus' name. Now, the lady who acted that, you are a child of God, you are absorbed from every evil. We are just stretching the part you played in the drama. And may you be blessed and shine for Jesus. In the name of Jesus, amen. What sort of shining have you been shining? What sort of shining have I been shining? We have all been shining one way or the other. But the Lord said, you are the light of the world. You are representing me. Remember that Jesus himself had told us, if you know who the light of the world is, I, Jesus, I am the one. I hope you remember that. Jesus Christ said, I am the light of the world. So when he turned around to us and said, you are the light of the world, what he's saying is, what I have been is what you are now. Go out and shine. Hallelujah. But we are talking about students and also all of us, whether you're a student or not. Do you recognize that there is something about shining in your academics, about shining in your business, about shining in whatever you are doing? I found this Daniel passage very interesting because I was reading it like a story yesterday. And I don't have the time to share all of it with you. But it's a very interesting passage. If you look at the characters in the passage, you have the king, Nebuchadnezzar. This Nebuchadnezzar is that man that became so proud that God banished him into the forest. Do you remember? I need your response. Do you remember him? Yes. He had to eat grass, eat like animals for years, and then he came back. God showed mercy and restored him. That man, as emperor or king of Babylon, attacked the people of God, the southern kingdom, invaded Judah when Jehoiakim was king of, of, of the land of the people of God. He did not succeed in being victorious because of his strength. Remember, not long ago he was living in the forest. God is involved in the affairs of man. He had success over Israel because of Israel. Just like what is going on in Nigeria now. My mind keeps telling me we have to be very careful. Israel, the people of God, continued to mess up. 
not only the northern kingdom that started off you know, with idolatry and all that, even the southern kingdom. And prophets warned them severally that God is a God that does not change you. If he has said something, he will do it. Better repent from your sin, otherwise something terrible will happen. And it was this Nebuchadnezzar that now showed up at the time of Jehoiakim. He not only defeated them, he carried them away to Babylon in, into exile. It's not something worth thinking about. Because no matter how comfortable you were in your country, as an exile, you have no job, you have no house, you have no food, you have nothing that you can call your own. It's worse than being a refugee or somebody on asylum. This one is as somebody who has come to the country now in Babylon to be a slave. May that not be our portion ever in the name of Jesus. We hear a lot of rumors. You are hearing too. We are reading a lot of video clips on WhatsApp. You are reading. Alright? What I just want to say before I go on. Let us be in prayer. Southeast represent the people of God in Nigeria. But if you travel out of Nigeria and you come into Nigeria, the moment you enter Southeast, things change. They change for bad. The people you will see, the clothes they wear, the things they will be doing, even those we call, whatever we call them, they are Christian. They, they have a way of comporting themselves. I should say better than many in Southeast. Ever in this part of the country is the worst place you see nudity, you see nakedness, that difference. Nakedness can be because of poverty. Nudity, somebody is choosing to say, I don't care whether there is God or not. My body belongs to me. You keep walking about naked, seducing, calling for fornication and adultery, begging people for, for sin, for immorality, by your behavior and conduct. It's very much in Eastern Nigeria. And I know I'm telling the truth because I've been around. It's a time for prayer. God, forgive us. God, forgive our land. You know what I mean. Second Corinthians seven fourteen. Forgive us and heal our land. Let nobody invade us. Let nobody carry us away like these people to Babylon. May God heal us, heal our land, forgive us, and protect us from every attack. Nothing will happen to us. That is our prayer in the name of Jesus. I thought I should bring that out very quickly. The other characters are a man called Ashpenaz and also another one called Melza. Ashpenaz was the leader of the eunuchs. He was probably an Enoch himself, Ashpenaz. And then Melza was a supervisor for Daniel and the three other characters. I'll leave them at that. But the major characters for us this morning are Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. You know, that king asked Ashpenaz 
choose among these people that are here on exile. He said, choose among the princes. Choose among royalty. Choose people who are looking very good. Look for seed of the king of Egypt. Bring them in. Let's teach them and make them to be standing before the king. Those were the qualifications that brought Daniel and his three, we are calling them three fellow students, into the court of the king of Babylon. They are youths who could actually be proud and arrogant and begin to look around for boys and girls to mess around with. Yes, well-formed, handsome. That's what they were described as. And the instruction was, give these people special food. Teach these boys. Let them learn our language and culture. Let them grow and look very nice, well-dressed, and stand before the king. If you look at that, that is supposed to be a promotion too. Oh yes, you have come in to be a slave. But somehow, among so many, four of you were chosen to be in Asurok. Not at the gate, but if there's a dining table there, you are entitled to it. There are sitting rooms, you go there. Talk with the head of state face to face. If he has a problem, he will talk to you. He will ask you because you have been brought up to know the, 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 the things that Babylonians know, the highest level in academics. At that time, sorcery magic, science, technology, you know. And they actually acquired those knowledge with time. But the beautiful thing, excuse me, was that Daniel and his co-students decided to act different. Why? Because in that land of Babylon, they realized that they were not Babylonians. They realized that they were not slaves. They realized that they were not to be sinners. They were children of the Most High God. Even if Nebuchadnezzar has, you know, defeated their country and brought them to Babylon, that they were children of the Most High. They knew that. And they knew that by Mosaic law, there are things they should not eat. They shouldn't eat food that had been presented to idol. They shouldn't eat anyhow with unbelievers. And so the first thing to tell Ashpenaz and his supervisors, we don't want to eat this special food. You know, that type of food is still around in the Mediterranean area. If you see pictures, Saudi kings and so on, their table. There are all kinds of things. It is breakfast, different bottles of wine, different kinds of meat, egg prepared in various ways, vegetable, fruits, all kinds of things. Daniel said, we don't want to eat this. The man said, I will die if you lose weight. You know the story. Eventually, Daniel and his four fellow students 
were the best. If you brought the people in anatomy to look at them, the medical laboratory sciences to examine them, the medical doctors and dentists to examine them, Daniel and his fellows were the best in all ramifications. Then they called the professors to examine them in knowledge, in skill, in wisdom. They were the best. Times 10. Hallelujah. That was how they started off. And what, what that reminded me was all of us, students and older people, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Please, in this time when things are so costly and you can no longer feed at home the way you used to feed, don't be afraid. Switch over. Put your trust in God. Whatever it is you have to eat, bless it. Eat it. You will still look good and healthy. In the name of Jesus. I have tried it before and it worked. I discovered something that was very striking to me. Let me find it from Daniel chapter 1. If you look at that passage, you find that God himself was the one that gave them wisdom and learning. God helped them. And when it came to learning, they talked of knowledge and they talked of technology, depending on where you are reading from. Let us learn it today that all those who are wise, they receive their wisdom from who? From God. And in fact, the A, the Alpha, the beginning of being wise is what? Fear of God. You must trust God. Depend on Him. He will give you knowledge. He will help you in your learning. Hallelujah. One of the things we scientists haven't been able to tidy up is how do we remember things? Memory. You understand? You get up now, you call the name of the vicar. What if you stood up and you didn't remember his name? <laughs> Hallelujah. Just like I'm preaching now. What if I want to mention Daniel and I don't remember? It has happened to many people. The person will say, Kai, Benini. Uh -huh. Start asking. And somebody will tell you his name is Peter. The fact that you are doing well, getting distinction, remembering, answering, remember it is from God. Some people have read the same things you read and they didn't get distinction. You must fear God. You must follow God. That's the number one message today for our students. Hold on to God. Don't ever allow pride and arrogance. I've been doing like that from Nazrewan, from primary. There are many like that, but today they couldn't even pass jam. And there are many who could pass jam, they didn't have the money to pay jam fee. There's no basis for arrogance. We should be humble and follow God. Hallelujah. I'm talking of the role of God in the life of these people. 
and I have to try to cut down on what I want to share. Another thing is diligence. Don't talk of shining in academics when you are not diligent. It doesn't follow. Hard work. Some people want to sleep. Can we all say hard work? Hard work. Can you wake up your neighbor? Let's say it again. Hard work? Hard work. We need it. Sometimes when I think about hard work, I think about the Lord Jesus himself. Don't know anybody who was more busy than him day and night. Sometimes it's in the night that he dismiss his disciples to cross the sea by boat so that you stay back to pray. Diligence. Diligence is extremely important. Another thing you must remember is wisdom. That wisdom we said that God gives. You know, during the playlist, one of the most important things that happened to the child who had reference was he was promised about strategy. We will show you how to strategize. That is wisdom. Strategy. I tell my students, because I'm a teacher also, one of the first things you must do is attend your classes. Don't miss classes. There are, I don't even remember any student who attends classes, stays in the front rows, that the exam will come, the person starts fidgeting. You had the lectures. You knew the emphasis. You knew what will be the pattern of the exam. If you were not in the class, you will not know. Go and read the biggest books. Before you finish reading from page one to the end, you have forgotten page one. It's true now. We all went through that. But if you were there and you had the teacher teaching, explaining, you are on your way to passing. All the students here, can you say it? You are on your way to passing. And it's from among those people that the distinctions come. Praise the Lord. So that is very important. Be in the class. Have your strategy. Then learn manners that please. Manners that please. We teach this from nursery school. Some students, the way they carry themselves, the way they dress, they don't know the uniform prescribed by the dean of faculty. They don't care. They know the time of exam. It doesn't mean anything to them. They don't even remember to say good morning, sir. Good morning, Matilda lecturer. Even when you have come to have face-to-face encounter in Viva, manners that please. Good manners. You just came and said, good morning, sir. Even the man pretends that he didn't see you. He has seen you. Hallelujah. Then you sit down and answer your questions pleasantly. For those of us doing courses where there is Viva, this is very important. Another point there is working together. Those chaps worked together and sought one another's good. If you are Christians in this church, and you are, you are in the same class, why don't you have a fellowship and attend? And I know you have the fellowships. Try and attend. You know, uh, Daniel, in Dan chapter 2, 42, he was promoted. And surprisingly, in the next verse, he asked the king, what of my three 
good students. Give them big positions too. And he did. So that meant that Daniel was not even alone in the council. As he was sitting there, there were three other people with whom he could confer and take decisions. I'm talking about Daniel chapter 2 from verse 42. The Lord is good in the name of Jesus. Amen. I have so much to say, but I'm straining to say what the Lord will have me say in this short period. And I will succeed in Jesus' name. Let's go to First Timothy chapter 4. We're going to look at verse 12. And I'll begin to round off. First Timothy chapter 4. Verse 12. If I had the time to give testimonies, and I know all of us seniors will have testimonies, I would have told you that this particular verse I quoted was a very important guiding verse for me throughout my time in the university. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 12. Have we all got it? I will read it. It's very important. Paul was the one telling Timothy, young Timothy, and he said to Timothy, young Christian, Let no man despise thy youth, but be thou an example of the believers in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Every bit of those words, take them in, live by them the word of God, because it's from the Bible. You can live by them. You will never be a failure. He said, let no man despise thy youth. Because sometimes you come out, it might not even be about your youth they want to despise, but because somebody saw you are carrying a Bible, he wants to despise you. Don't permit that. I'm a Christian, but I'm not inferior to anyone. Hallelujah. You are Christian students, but you are not inferior to anybody else. Amen. Nobody should despise you. He said, instead be an example of believers. An example of who? Believers. If anybody wants to know what a believer is, a Christian, let the person look at you. Let the person look at me. That was the way I saw it. So that nobody who has encountered me will talk nonsense about the Christian faith. He said, pay close attention to the words you speak. In word, the words you speak. Not jesting and joking with all kinds of characters. In conversation, conversation here is life, the way you live. In charity, in the way you show Christian love, in spirit, in faith, and in purity. Shall we say purity? Purity. Hallelujah. Let me say finally, before I conclude, shining in your environment. We don't have too much time. You are a medical student, a medical laboratory student, anatomy student. And I want to stretch you to a businessman, you are a civil servant, whatever it is, you are a chorister, you are 
a preacher, be careful. We are called upon to shine. Jesus has done it all and went back to heaven. We are the ones now in the pitch to play. And there's a cloud of witnesses watching how we are playing our part. And he says, go and shine. Go and shine. Watch what you say. Watch what you do. Watch your manner of life, your conversation. People who see you should be happy and know you are a child of God. That's what the Holy Spirit tries to do in every believer. In Galatians chapter 5, 22, 23, you, keep, you see the fruit of the Spirit. God is expecting that because we are His children, Holy Spirit in us, we are going to produce, we are going to have fruit to show forth love, joy, peace, patience, down to, down to self-control. No matter how much you carry this Bible, and somebody mistaking the steps on your toe, and you scream and shout and break the glass windows, you have finished yourself as a Christian. You have to be able to have patience. You have to be able to control. There are some people here, even whether it is government or NEPA or anything, when you open your mouth, people will close their ears. No, it's not like that. Let us shine for Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Number two, apart from behavior and conduct, use your mouth and say something about Jesus. There are many people who look so good, you think they are sitting next to Jesus. But they are actually workers of iniquity. It happened to us one day. We went to an office searching for information to help us in research. A man was occupying an office in the government that should help us get access to the data we need. We interacted with the man more than once. Hi, my wife and I. We are so touched by the man's good behavior. When we are going, I just said, as if to fulfill our righteousness, let me find out which fellowship he belongs. So I went back to the doctor and said, Doc, which fellowship do you belong? His demeanor changed. He told me I'm a member of the Brotherhood. He said, I'm a member of the Brotherhood. And all the good lead for me to do anything. We have said bye bye. I cannot. We have started going. I just came back. Maybe I'll go scripture union. You know, or something, you know, whatever, or this church. <laughs> he said, I'm a member of the, Do you know what he means? Member of brotherhood? Some of you don't understand. But I wouldn't have things to do with people from that sort of sect and cult. Handsome, well-dressed man, courteous, not wicked in any way. So some people can deceive, alright? What will help you make an impact, apart from your conduct, is your speech. I'm doing what I'm doing because of what Jesus has done for me. I'm a child of God. You can even say, I belong to this church, and I would like you to join us next Sunday at 8 o'clock. Use your mouth. Say that Jesus died. Mention it. The other day, I saw children, little children, 
celebrating Easter their own way. Masquerades. Two of them, small boys, masquerade. Easter, that's what they came out to do. I saw them in front of the supermarket where I parked my car. I said, come. They were asking us for money. I said, why are you doing this? They said that Easter has come. They want people to know that Easter has come. I said, but what is Easter? This one will talk one nonsense. I asked the other one, what is Easter? He doesn't know what Easter is. I said, if you don't tell me, I can't give you any money. So be serious. Truly, they didn't know. But there was a third boy by them who was not one of them. So that one now told me that Easter is about celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ. I said, fine, I will give you 20 naira. <laughs> Hallelujah. Then I, there are small boys, so if you see a big masculine carrying a matches, don't say Anusin was preaching to masculines carrying a big matches. Better pray and find other ways of reaching them. But these are small boys, you know. So I talked to them, explained to them what Easter meant. Amen. We have to talk. That talking. Those you think that they know, that's the point I will make. They probably don't know. They need you to talk. Amen. And God will continue to help us. And then students, you know we are now in the era of social media. Social media works to the extent that you can. Alright, the profile you have on your WhatsApp, the messages you put on your WhatsApp of your class or school, if they permit, all those things can make a difference. Hallelujah. Let's keep shining for the Lord. And then for academics, finally. I cannot tell you anything about, about getting distinction because everybody wants to have distinction. I don't know anybody who doesn't want to have it. I'm rounding off. Hallelujah. So all I will add is what we have already said and what you already know. Target that distinction so that at worst you land on pass, isn't it? Uh, before people say, let my people go. I just want to get credit in O-level. We passed O-level. When you earn, aim at credit, C6, you can get F9. Uh-huh. So go for that distinction. It pause you to read, attend everything, even if it's raining, you are out doing the various segments of your learning. And God will help you in the name of Jesus. And then finally, prayer. Pray as if everything depends on prayer. And work hard and study as if everything depends on working hard and studying. Shall we stand to pray? It's very easy to do all this if you know God and you have your faith in God. Those three, Shedrach, Bishach, Abadnego, I hope you know, we didn't read that today. They were actually thrown into a fiery furnace because they refused to sin. They refused to disobey God. They refused to bow to an idol. They were actually thrown into a fiery furnace. But the beautiful thing was that God joined them in that fiery furnace. It was the hidden king that identified. We threw in three people. And there's a fourth person. And that fourth person looks like the son of God. 
That's where to start. That's the prayer we do. Go and, go and sit down now, quickly. The most important, are you a child of God? Are you born again? When you go to the door of the, of the Lord God and knock, do they recognize you as a son and open, say, come in? When you are praying, does heaven say, ah, go and find out. My son is asking for something. Go and do it quickly for him. Relationship with God. That relationship grows as we read the word of God, attend fellowship, you know, pray and experience God. Why will three men be willing to die in the fire? They say, even if God doesn't save them, they will not bow to the idol. Why will Peter the apostle say, if you want to crucify me, crucify me up, upside down. But this gospel, I will keep preaching it. That's experience. Have you got that sort of experience? And people are still having it. We, even in this church, many of us are still having that experience of working with God and knowing that God is real. God is faithful. Even when you have come to borderline, that God can intervene and roll you over to success. I want you in your heart to just pray now. As you are led. If you want to give your life to the Lord, can you just raise your hand while we are praying? Everybody is praying. God, from today I'm changing camps. I want to be born again. Can you raise your hand very quickly? We don't have much time. I want to be born again. I want to start shining by the power of the Holy Spirit. More hands. I want from today to be assured of my salvation and success in life. I will shine on this earth. I will also shine in the world to come. Can we begin to pray? Oh, yeah.